by 2030. We are in 2023. Seven years more. If we look around us, are we really on course to achieve this? It's a question you and I should answer. So we are here to partner the STMA, offer the platform like we do in Accra, to tell the stories about whether people are keeping their surroundings clean or not, especially the people who cook for you and I. For Joy News in Athalia Kwanza, Sekendi Takrade, Western Region. And Clean Ghana is back. This time we are partnering uh, the STMA uh, to execute this. Of course, we'll be also engaging the Accra Metropolitan Assembly to revive the original idea itself. Wherever you are, join this campaign. Keep your environment neat and clean. And that's how we wrap up today's edition of Newsnight here on Joy 99.7 FM. I was hoping we'll go biblical in Parliament, um, but we'll leave you with that. And um, the Kwando MP, De La Soa, um, just he says, just like the Finance Minister of Riata, when um, she debated in Parliament today, they've been talking about uh, not using uh, the name of the Lord your God in vain, amongst others. We'll leave you with that. But remember, there's more when you log on to myjoyonline.com. And because of the Kunti and Akwamu lecture organized by the CD, we are unable to bring you strong and sassy. We'll bring you live proceedings from there. I am MFA Paul. And my name is Evans Mensah. Enjoy the rest of your evening. This is a man who two thirds of his side, MPs, rose up and wanted him out. That shows you the level of incompetence. Right, Honorable Speaker. Not only that, Mr. Kwame Pienne described him as a poor representative of Ivy League Yale. This government, they are always quoting scripture. I'll quote one. Bible says in Proverbs 29 verse 2, when the wicked rule, the people mourn. They mourn. When you call the name of God in faith, God will make forces come together against you. When you come and pretend you are a Christian, quoting Bible, when you come, covering yourself up, God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, he will rip. God is not mocked. You cannot pretend before him and cover yourself, present yourself as a godly person. When you do that, what will happen? Malevolent forces will come together like a storm and hit you. The way it is hitting you, you cannot be calling God and not get results. Imagine strutting into the most anticipated wedding of the year. Ah, only to see seven other girls wearing your exact same outfit. special and one of a kind and that's why whether it's voice data or sms you get to enjoy personalized offers tailored to your specific needs with mtn just for you dial star 141 hash or select your options on the my mtn app to redeem your unique just for you package on ghana's best mobile network mtn Son, we are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks, and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets, plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom, that makes four of us. I usually get my stationery items from Kingdom. And my teacher also mentioned that our classroom furniture was provided by Kingdom. So there you have it. Whenever you're thinking about setting up an office or acquiring furniture for your home, etc., Kingdom Books and Stationery should be your first point of call. With over 14 years' experience in the industry, we stock and supply a wide variety of globally sourced office and home furniture, stationery, and equipment. Visit our head office, Osu Akwaje, or our office near the Osu Stadium. We're also in Tema Community 1, opposite Olam SHF, Kumase K and USD campus, UCC. Cape Coast and now at the Marina Mall Airport City or call us 0302-764101 or 7627792 visit our website www.kingdomgh.com No matter your 
water needs. Syntex has it all. Syntex tank was first to introduce double layer tank and now you can have as many layers as you want. Syntex tank was first to introduce white inner layer tanks in Ghana and now introduces the customer specs order which will let you order any color and size you want. Syntex tanks gives you the biggest warranty of seven years which no other tank gives you. So whatever your water consumption, size of project or demand, choose Syntex tank. Syntex Tank, stress-free. Syntex Tank, reliable. Syntex Tank, maximum guarantee. Call 0244-335-168. Kumasi 0505-555-666. Or visit SyntexGH.com. Syntex Tank, a year strong, a year tough. As the commander-in-chief in my house, I always ensure that I give my family the best. And this includes their television viewing. That's why we watch Go TV. <laughs> Go TV gives you all the local drama on Aquaba Magic. And I watch my favorite cartoons on Go TV. Go TV Super Plus in tea. I get all the Premier League games, La Liga, Serie A, and Europa. This festive season, Yenya Gibraltar, Dow, Star 759 Hash, to reconnect today and be part of the excitement. Go TV! Love it! For over 10 years, Old Mutual has been touching lives in Ghana. Whether you're a trader or a student, an entrepreneur or an employer, or nearing your retirement, we have the right financial solutions tailored just for you. Contact Old Mutual on 030-7000-600 or visit our website on oldmutual.com.gh to learn more. And let's realize your financial freedom together. 10 years of greatness, here for a lifetime. Old Mutual, do great things every day. Yeah, yeah. Pepsi and Pepsi and Keep buying your luckiest ticket with Star 712 Hash as an individual, a group, an association, or even a community and stand a chance of winning in the community draw or the ultimate draw on 23rd of December. Be the luckiest on Star 712 Hash and win millions. Ticket sale starts on October 4th, 2023 and draw date is on 23rd December, 2023. Play responsibly, not for persons under 18 years. This promotion is regulated by the NLA on the Caritas platform. Win millions on Star 712 you could be the luckiest. Super Hits Radio. Joy 99.7. People living with disabilities and LGBTQ persons now. Programs also aimed at strengthening key democratic institutions such as parliament, the judiciary, and the media. Madam Moderator, I think I have made my case um, of the role that CDD has played in Ghana's democracy and continues to play. And in the interest of time, I'll end these initial reflections by simply saying to CDD management and hardworking staff that you've come a long way, baby, Aiko, but we have many miles to go before we sleep. Thank you. Thank you very much, Madam Chair. Indeed, many miles to go. Let's not take democracy for granted. I think we shouldn't forget that. And you really talked about what CDD has done, but particularly what struck me was the knowledge curation and the contribution that CDD has made, um, not only in Ghana, but actually on the continent. And I will now turn over the mic to Mr. Kweku Awotri, who is a board, current board member of CDD and one of the people that from the Nigerian films that I watch, you will call the champion of industry. 
thank you nana i hope you can hear me all right <clears throat> and um good good evening everybody and um first of all i do want to give a special uh show of appreciation to the organizers for cdd itself for uh, honoring me with this invitation uh, on this very august occasion um, as was said earlier i joined cdd back in um, 2017 it's hard to believe it's already almost six years now but a lot of that has to do with the private sector's interest in good governance in the country. We, we may not be politicians, but uh, anyone in the private sector, anyone who serves on boards uh, of corporate boards of any kind will tell you that the elements of good governance in a corporate environment are very similar to the issues that um, civil society organizations, um, politicians uh, worry about when we think of the constitution, when we think about the governance in, in any any country. Um, and, you know, whatever the system, and we can get into that, um, you know, the private sector is very much uh, a stakeholder in seeing that our country does practice good governance. Um, I I think Audrey has done a good job talking about the journey we're on, and I can share a few words about that. But from the private sector's point of view, um, good governance primarily and initially means fiduciary responsibility. And anybody on the board will tell you uh, that is our first and primary responsibility. Uh, so what does that mean? It means Uh, good reporting, um, accountability, uh, accuracy, uh, able to explain how we spend our funds. Uh, I think those of you in the audience will smile when, uh, you know, there's a conversation going on about how are we spending money in the government or when we talk about campaign finance reform or the need for it. In any corporate board environment, these things are a given. Uh, the need for fiduciary responsibility. So that conversation that has to be had at the government level uh, to, for, for it to be still uh, discussed as if it's something we still need to think about, it shows the kind of challenge we have uh, in the country and the kinds of roles and actions that a, a CDD uh, has to take on. Um, you know, good governance in a corporate environment also means um, checks and balances and accountabilities. Um, you know, at any point, one has to provide reports that a, a board has to interrogate, has to ask questions about, uh, in much the same way that might happen in Parliament, for instance. Um, of course, it's a much smaller environment, much smaller audience, but... Uh, members of the executive or members of management are required to explain themselves as to why certain outcomes took place. So you can imagine that in the private sector, we are very interested to know how our government is working. If it is working well, it means there's fiduciary responsibility. If it's working well, it means there are checks and balances and accountabilities. And one final thing as far as the role of boards uh, in, in the private sector that apply equally in government is um, long-term planning. And uh, many of you will recognize that a board has to have a, a strategic plan, a long-term plan for its organization. And this is a conversation that we've also had at the, at the country level. What is our government doing uh, long-term? How are we thinking about our long-term problems? How are we thinking about our long-term solutions? And the conversation we've been having lately is that four-year cycle that we have adopted plans, actions, requirements that our country needs. So uh, to the extent that uh, we can have input, to the extent that 
uh, we we can be part of that conversation. These are things that we equally need in the private sector, but we see that an organization like CDD is, um, you know, is very much required to be part of that conversation, very much required to prosecute um, those questions, the answering of those questions. Of course, we're very pleased that they do it not just in Ghana, they do it in other African countries as well. Uh, but our input, I think, is is really quite important. Um, what I would finally say um, is that uh, those of us in the private sector, we we think about uh, cities and passwords greatly. Um, so when we come to an organization like a CDD, uh, that uh, importance of our own, you know, good governance, our own reporting, our own financial practices, they are bedrocks to a successful organization. If we have trouble accounting for how we spend our funds, if we have trouble justifying why, you know, we need to take one action over another, it, it, these are things that reflect on an organization. So even as we go out as CDD and we, we, we want to uh, interrogate and we want to stimulate a civil discourse, uh, on liberal democracy or the, the, the cracks in it, uh, we ourselves have to have a strong foundation. Now, I like to believe that um, uh, coming from the private sector, we provide some of that perspective, some of that discipline, um, and um, some of that input. Um, let me end there for now, and um, hopefully there'll be another opportunity to add to the conversation. So thank you, Nana. forget that um, the private sector also has a role to play in our democratic development. You talked about something that I think many people ask questions about, but we don't really get the answer. The long-term development plan for Ghana. Where is it? What's happening to that? And the transparency and accountability, not only of you know, our governments, but our own civil society institutions and how important that is um, for us and the fact that CDD has that. So that's, that's wonderful to hear. Thank you very much. Our next speaker is Alaji Tanko, who has been one of the key partners of CDD. And I believe you would speak to us also from that perspective as a key development partner. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, and let me join everyone who has spoken so far in congratulating um, CDD on this um, 25th anniversary and um, managing to survive and thrive within the quite difficult environment and context within which civil society operates, um, not just in Ghana, but um, in the region as a whole. Um, I would describe myself as a friend of CDD, um, but also um, as head of Star Ghana in its previous uh, form as a Star Ghana program. I think um, we did a lot of work um, with CDD funding quite a number of its uh, programs and projects, uh, but also um, that's in terms of the co-creation of a number of uh, initiatives um, that um, Star Ghana has worked with CDD on. I would like to share some very brief reflections um, from two perspectives. One from uh, CDD's role in, within the civil society sector or space in Ghana. And um, secondly, CDD and democracy and governance uh, in the country. And um, in terms of CDD and civil society, um, I would say that the, the, the role and the achievements of CDD have been extremely significant but because of how it's done, you know, it's almost like below the radar. 
but nonetheless, very, very significant, very, very important uh, and critical to a lot of the successes that, uh, or the results that civil society has achieved to date. And um, I'll start with the generation and making available of evidence that anchors a lot of civil society advocacy and actions in the country. That without the evidence base, without access to very rigorous, you know, evidence research, you know, um, the advocacy will not be taken seriously. Advocacy will not be uh, effective. So not just with this uh, Afrobarometer, but a lot of the research papers, you know, research that CDD generates and put out is something that's been very, very useful, very critical to uh, civil society advocacy. Two days ago, Star Ghana hosted a speaker's breakfast forum, you know, on parliament and uh, civil society in the country. And the one key document, evidence, that the speaker kept on referring to was the Afrobarometer to, you know, support his points and etc. So I think in that sense, you know, CDD's work has been very, very critical, very necessary for um, the, the, the work of um, CD, uh, uh, civil society. I think the other one has been the, the convening of critical alliances, uh, networks, you know, um, of civil society, of stakeholders around, you know, particular issues. So just the recent one has been um, the We Be Citizens, you know, one. Um, there's been the one around the um, Auditor General and the, the issue of the surcharges, um, the Corruption Watch, etc. Because we do know that in the current context within which we operate, um, you bring out your head as an individual and it is, it, it's chopped off. You move as a collective and the, the, there's, it's not just about the protection in the numbers, but also the effectiveness. Um, I remember in the early days of um, the PNDC, um, some people were talking with the, uh, a chief and the um, the PNDC secretary for Navrongo in those days were having an argument and uh, etc. And the chief said, look, when I speak, I speak with all the people, you know, in uh, my uh, traditional area. When you speak, who do you speak with? Apart from that white man in Accra who has brought you here. <laughs> so kind of the whole thing about the fact that if you speak alone, if you stand alone, you are not as effective, you are not as respected as a, if you did that as a collective. And I think that is a very, very important contribution that uh, CDD has made to development practice uh, and effectiveness in the country in terms of mobilizing these uh, alliances and etc. when issues have come up. I think a third area still around um, um, civil society um, strengthening is this whole thing about the fact that CDD doesn't give up um, because of the short-termism when it comes to the way donors fund, you know, projects and etc. You would see that an issue becomes um, a flavor of the period. Everybody is talking about and then after two, three years, when the funding goes down, it gets dropped. Um, campaign financing, for example. The whole issue around um, the election of uh, DCs and etc. At various times, people have picked it up, dropped it, and etc. But CDD has consistently followed through with that, and I think that is what makes it stand out from other think tanks, other you know national um, CSOs. The ability to um, um, follow an issue for as long as it takes. You know, of course, there will be ebbs and flows in the way the attention that it is given, but it is never dropped um, as um, uh, we do. Um, then the third one around the civil society, CDD and civil society, has been the whole issue around nurturing um, civil society leaders. We've seen a number of um, very key civil society leaders emerge out of um, CDD's uh, staff, CDD's work, and etc. 
but we've also seen the effects of the internship programs that um, it provides at various levels. And I think that is something that fills a very critical gap. You can go to school or university and learn how to do accounting, learn how to do etc. But there are certain things about development practice that you need to be nurtured, you need to be mentored, etc. And I think that is one of the things that um, CDD has done so well. And um, I think I'm not as well organized as uh, the mother of my niece. So, um, yes. Um, and um, of course, I would need to also touch on um, being brave enough to go where angels, is it angels fear to tread? Um, because they've taken up a lot of the very, very hot issues in this country. There have been backlashes and etc. But they've, they've, they've worked with it, they've gone with it, you know. Um, and I, I, we, we would need to hear how they do it. The courage that it has taken. Um, where is that courage coming from? Um, they say that, uh, I think it was Chino Atebi that said, if you see somebody dancing round, I mean, being foolhardy or very brave in battle, it means that the person has a very powerful spirit at home. <laughs> that is uh, <laughs> so. Um, CDD, which spirit have you hidden at home that uh, we don't know of? So that we, those who don't have those kind of spirits, we don't just watch you and then go straight into battle and then realize that. Uh <laughs> and then I think very briefly on um, governance and democracy in Ghana. Um, I think what you've done, you know, has been largely shaped by the context, uh, the, 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 the demands of the time. CDD emerged at a time when Ghana's democracy was very young, when we're trying to anchor it, when we're trying to um, strengthen it. And um, so quite a lot of the work has been around first shepherd, shepherding the process of democracy developing the democracy, strengthening it. The second has been for me around the whole thing about the pillars um, for shaping democracy and democratic governance in Ghana. How do we strengthen these pillars? What do we look at? And when we listen to um, Professor Jibendria this evening, he went back to one of it, talked about why are we not looking about the whole institution of chieftaincy and its role in our governance and etc. So all those pillars, not just about institutions, but also about the values and etc. CDD has, you know, worked around that. Of course, um, the issue around the chieftaincy and our governance, um, some of us may have other, I mean, slightly different uh, takes on it, but I think just raising it and uh, putting it on the table for me is quite important. But I think a critical value addition of CDD to our governance and to the nurturing of democracy, it's not just looking at the processes, looking at the institutions, at the pillars, but going beyond that to ask, so what do citizens think of it? How is it working for the citizens of um, this country and other countries? And so through Afrobarometer and etc., it's helped us to put a finger on the pulse. What is happening? What issues do citizens, you know, consider very important, you know, how do we, you know, work with them towards strengthening? Because very easily, Accra can become almost like an echo chamber. You know, we, we, we talk to each other and we think that what we are seeing, what matters to us is the most important. And you drive maybe five, ten kilometers outside of Accra and what they see as critical will be completely different from the echo chamber of um, Accra and the morning, Accra morning shoes, um, which kind of tend to think that, okay, what we are discussing on these uh, breakfast shows are the most important things when people are grappling with that. So I think in terms of that, that has been very, very, very useful. I can't end without talking about the founders of CDD and how by sheer force of it's the intellects or the determination, they have shaped not just the institution, not the organization, but also the discourse around it. You know, the sense of, I mean, the integrity, the values, 
um, what to focus on, etc. And we've seen a bit of it because um, <laughs> Professor Jim Abuidi straddles uh, both CDD and uh, Star Ghana. He's been, he's, Professor Jim Abuidi is on um, the Governing Council of uh, the Star Ghana Foundation. And there are a lot of things that we are doing, a lot of the questions that we are asking ourselves that have come from his experiences with CDD that's, you know, has brought to bear on the development of Star Ghana Foundation. So where we are five years after this, I mean, five years since uh, the foundation was set up, is partly due to the questions that he has asked, to the lessons that he has brought to the table um, from um, uh, the CDD experience. And I would conclude by saying that, yes, you know, CDD has done very well. We look up to it, we applaud um, but also then how does it shape itself to the new context, the emerging context? There are new forms of uh, citizen organizing. How is CDD engaging or preparing itself to engage with this new, well, not really new, but the prominent, the current prominent forms of civil society organizing, largely informal, activists, organizations, and etc. What do we do? How do you engage with them? The second has been the fact that, yes, when you ask about CDD, a lot of people will talk about the research it conducts and etc. I will talk about a democracy strengthening value chain, if something like that exists. Where did you position yourself in this value chain at the beginning? Is that position still relevant now, or you need to look at other uh, uh, areas within that value chain and how that can be. And the last but not the least for me is how do you want to engage with a very critical demographic, you know, this thing in this country, the youth. You know, the last two days ago, somebody mentioned that um, the youth are now or will be 60% of the population of this country very critical force. Um, I look at the audience today um, and without, with due respect to age, but I see a lot of very grizzled <laughs> veterans of uh, the struggle and your wisdom, well, I'm saying you're as if I'm out of it. I'm part of that um, generation. But how do we increasingly bring the youth, not just into these conversations, but into the leadership and the management of the center. Despite all this, CDD. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Alaj. You've raised some key points. Evidence-based advocacy, the solidarity building of CDD, um, and you forgot Wademos, which is the West Africa Democracy Solidarity. So it's not only Ghana, also looking at the region. The tenacity, the endurance, the consistency, and nurturing civil society leaders, the next generation, the courage, the boldness, and their bravery. And you said they should share their secrets. What is their spirit? So please, we will be expecting. Shepherding the process, the citizen engagement, and the co-founders, the values-driven uh, mission that you, you, you drove and are still investing in and, and looking at the emerging con You also posed some questions. The emerging context, where is CDD positioning itself and how do we bring the youth in? Thank you very much, Alaji. Thank you very much. And I would finally like to invite Mrs. Ruda Oseyafo if we can have Rhoda's presentation. Good evening, Madam Board Chair and special guest. It is my pleasure to provide some brief reflections on my years of work with CDD Ghana. Mine comes to roughly 10 years out of the total 25 years of the institution's existence. The first thing I want to highlight about my work with the center is a very professional, dispassionate, and unpartisan manner with which management and staff pursue the organization's mission of promoting democratic governance in the country. I know that ordinarily this shouldn't be eye-catching as it is what you would expect of an organization like CDD. 
but given the high degree of mistrust and suspicion in the general political climates within which the institution operates, I find it significant to highlight this here. Many of us may be aware of the kinds of criticisms leveled against civil society organizations in the country by sections of the public, especially political parties and politicians. The sector is often criticized for its seeming silence on some national issues, and yet it is castigated for speaking up when it does. CSOs are also sometimes accused of doing the so-called bidding of international partners, who as many in this room cannot deny, provide very needed financial resources to organizations working to address a diverse set of issues in the country. While CSOs receive or attract little to no significant financial resources domestically, the public has very high expectations about their work. And the point here, of course, is not that CSOs should not be criticized, but really the somehow contradictory nature um, between expectations and support. And often, even more importantly, such criticisms are situated within the discourse of partisan bias. And so it is within this sort of background that it was re reassuring for me to have witnessed firsthand that CDD pursued its goals and objectives without any fear or favor for any particular stakeholder, actor, or interest. The program proposal writing process at the center the numerous deliberations around program design, planning, and program implementation, as I witnessed, were all conducted in a manner that focused on addressing crucial national challenges. Countries' relatively young democracy was and is concerned. The research and programs department, for instance, has a transparent and open approach to its activities, and day-old short-term staff, including international and domestic interns, for instance are comfortably integrated into research and program activities. The center would apply for and solicit or receive funding for activities which it believes align with its areas of work, vision and mission as an organization. And as being nonpartisan, both in theory and in practice, CDD has been able to support diverse political processes in the country and provided voice on issues so germane to our country's democratic development. Issues such as those around abuse of executive power, issues around electoral reforms, and gaps in civic education. And this is an important legacy we cannot overlook. Now related to the above and quite intriguing is really the ability of the center to attract and bring on board a diverse group of individuals who are passionate about its mission and vision. And quite frankly, I'm yet to place a finger on where the cat sits as to whether these individuals come to the institution already with a passion for the institution's mission and vision, knowing what it stands for, or rather that this passion develops in the course of their work with the center. I'm inclined to believe this lies somewhere in between. But again, the point here for me is that the real gem of the institution has been the caliber of men and women it is able to attract to, to support its uh, vision. These men and women brace are various challenges to meet the demands of the organization. Their selflessness and commitment, ownership and support for the programs of the center has been admirable. From answering media calls and requests for representations at all manner of times, to traversing the length and breadth of the country, and engaging with the range of stakeholders, staying long days away from their families. I must perhaps add that they do these with very limited incentives. Beyond the physical walls of, of the organization, CDD also attracts and successfully mobilizes thousands of ordinary citizens to be vanguards of our country's democracy. And the interest and enthusiasm of well-meaning Ghanaians, including teachers, young graduates, accountants, some retired diplomats, and others from around the country in participating in the center's electoral support interventions, for instance, was encouraging and noteworthy. Many have stayed long days and nights and commuted distances just to play their roles in voluntary positions in ensuring credible electoral outcomes. The second key issue I want to highlight 
is the center's ability to successfully channel the country's social capital to advance democratic peace and stability. In my program area, and through the work of the Kodeo Advisory Board, CDD successfully mobilized eminent statesmen and women who demonstrated and continue to demonstrate selflessness and true love for the nation to ensure that the nation keeps the peace. They are behind the scenes engagement, which often doesn't come out with key state institutions such as the Electoral Commission and the security agencies at very critical times have sometimes been crucial to steering the country on the right track as far as peace and stability is concerned. At this point, kindly permit me to acknowledge the leadership of the eminent Professor Miranda Greenstreet and the late Justice VCRAC Crab and many others, dead and living, through their involvement in CDD's programs and initiatives have worked tirelessly to support democratic peace in the country. Also, through the membership of CODEO, CDD has effectively mobilized diverse civil society organizations, including professional bodies, and there are so many um, in this area that I can mention, from the Ghana Bar Association to the Ghana Medical Association, the Ghana Registered Nurses Association, the Ghana National Association of Teachers, and faith-based organizations, including the Christian Council of Ghana, the Ghana Pentecostal and Charismatic Council, and the Office of the Chief Imam, as well as civil society organizations such as Sabantu for Development, the Ghana Integrity Initiative, and the Ghana Anti-Corruption Campaign Coalition to promote inclusive political participation. The level of success chalked by the institution in this area of mobilization has won the admiration of many sister organizations from around the subcontinent, especially those who recognize the difficulties associated with building coalitions of this nature, coalitions that are situated within the electoral environment. As a result, the center has been called upon to share its success story with many other organizations in countries such as Kenya, Zambia, Nigeria, and Tanzania, among others. The center's collaborative approach to its work has also been admirable. It has found no reason to hold back to partnership with other key actors, such as CSOs, the media, and state institutions especially when it identifies such partnerships as crucial to addressing identified governance challenges. Many of its programs have been designed with partnerships in mind and it has successfully brought on board a range of actors whose role it deemed relevant in achieving specific objectives. An important message coming up from the mobilizing efforts of CDD really is the fact that there are so many resourceful Ghanaians who are willing and ready to render selfless services for the good of the country. And here, specifically speaking to politicians, if only we can transcend partisan lines to reach out broadly, there are so many who are willing to support nation building. If only we can dispassionately seek, we will gladly find them and together we can build the Ghana we long for. On the other side of things, and quite unfortunately, it was also disheartening to realize the limits to our efforts as an organization in advancing democratic development. We cannot lose sight of the enormity of the continuing challenges and threats to our country's democracy. Beyond elections, public demand for accountability from public officials is still shockingly low, and it barely crosses partisan lines. And in my view, extreme political polarization along partisan lines has unfortunately effectively weakened public demand for accountability and the country's democracy and development. And due to this, I believe that developing innovative interventions aimed at addressing such a gap in public demand for public accountability should, should be part of the next level of the center's programming. I also find it really unfortunate that the country missed an, an important opportunity in 2019 to reform our local governance system with the last minute cancellation of the referendum on local government reforms of that year and the subsequent withdrawal from parliament of a bill to amend the constitution in that respect. 
The center, of course, with support from development partners, had put so much effort into sensitizing many Kenyans around the country on the issues. And I remember we engaged extensively key political stakeholders on the need for reforms and the likely implications of such reforms. And yet this last minute development in the reform process was unfortunate, not just because as a center, we strongly believe that electing metropolitan municipal and district chief executives would strengthen political accountability and minimize the effect of the winner takes all nature of our political system. But also because Afrobarometer survey data had shown that Ghanaians overwhelmingly supported local government reforms. At the very least, they should have been provided the opportunity to make their voices heard on these reforms. Situated within a broader context of a lack of progress on efforts towards broader constitutional reforms, this for me highlights the need to work towards a broad-based citizen demand for constitutional reforms. And the center clearly has a major task here. As we all may be aware, there is more work to be done to advance democratic consolidation than I cannot outline here. And yet there are financial limitations to the work of an institution like CDD in addressing some of these issues. I will urge that the center pursues some of the innovative fundraising plans it previously identified at various levels. The public has very high expectation about the institution's work, but this has yet to translate into significant financial support from the same public. The center can help Ghanaians appreciate the tremendous work it does and the need for all to lend a hand of support. Finally, we have recently witnessed the first leadership transition within the institution at both management and board levels. The first generation of the institution's leadership is gradually giving way to a new generation of leadership and the next 25 years and beyond of the institution's existence and role in the country is very well going to be defined by how well the new and subsequent leadership holds up to the center's core principles vision and mission and even move it to the next level of research advocacy and policy engagement the center indeed is a gift to the country's democracy and it will be Ghana's loss if this legacy does not carry forward. On this anniversary edition of Kruntini Akremu, I extend my congratulations to the entire staff and management of the center and hope that the center continues to thrive while the country's democracy advances forward. Our governance system is in need of rigorous checks and balances. And it is my expectation that in the next 25 years, CDD Ghana will, working in collaboration with key actors in our governance space, play an even bigger role to advance democratic governance. Long live CDD, long live Ghana. Thank you very much. Fantastic. The, these are the perspectives of an insider. The elders say that when a frog comes out of a river and tells you that there's a crocodile there, you had better not doubt it. So she has talked about professionalism as being key, the nonpartisan nature of the, the way CDD works, their issue base, their passion, their ownership, selflessness, and commitment of staff, board, management. And she talked again about the citizens' engagement. In fact, it made me remember connecting it to the youth question, the secondary school program that CDD has. I think that's one of the most innovative um, programs um, on democratic governance that, that we have in the country. The ability to mobilize different constituencies within civil society and some of the issues that she thinks we should push forward with, the constitutional reform issues, the decentralization and election of DCEs and MCEs, that's whether Ghanaian, the resource challenges. And one of the things that I admire personally um, when it comes to CDD, leadership and transitions. But then she did say that the new leadership should make sure that they hold on to their vision and continue with their good work. Can we all give a round of applause to our panelists for 
their brilliant um, presentations. Prof. Bafo Ajimendia, Prof. Saudri Gajepo, Alaji Tanko, Mr. Kwekwa Wotri, and Mrs. Roda Osei-Afo. Thank you very much. Now we would have Hewale give us a break um, with, with a beautiful rendition. And whilst we listen, let's reflect on the things that we have heard. Um, ask our questions after the break and the panel will respond. Um, and not only the panel, I think that we have key CDD, um, I don't know, CDD affiliates. Let me just put it that way um, here. And so there may be some questions that we could have even responses from, from some of us um, in the audience. So, Hewale. Joy, 99.7 FM. Before Ogun, the God of Iron, I stand on oath. It's the biggest play in the history of African theatre. There are kings and there are kings. This December, Image Bureau, in partnership with April Communications and the National Theatre, who present Odewale, son of Ogundele. Olarotimi's theatrical masterpiece, The Gods Are Not to Blame, goes live Saturday, 2nd and Sunday, 3rd December at the National Theatre. On stage, David Donto, Mauli Samuel, Fred Amogi, Andrew, Tando Adote, Na Ashoko, and a lot more. Tickets are selling now for only 150 CDs at Nalem Stores, Airport Shell, Starbite, Bingberry, and Frankie. Go digital at www.imageboroughgh.com. Dial star. 711 star 11 star 25 hard supported by Neplant Car Rentals, Ghana Tourism Authority, IPMC, Joy FM, proudly brought to you by Ebony Condoms and Stampic Bank. Did someone say buy one, get one free? Oh, yes. Everything now, double, double. Electroland Ghana Limited, your home of quality and affordable luxury, is giving you the chance to get a free gift when you purchase refrigerators, washing machines, gas cookers, television sets, microwaves, and many more. From brands like Samsung, TCL, Media, and NASCO. All you have to do is to visit any of our Electroland Ghana showrooms and dealerships nationwide and shop the double, double way. Remember, this offer is available while stocks last. The luckiest... Luck is everywhere, for everyone, yeah. Keep buying your luckiest ticket with star luck 712 hash as an individual, a group, an association, or even a community. And stand a chance of winning in the community draw or the ultimate draw on 23rd of December. Be the luckiest on star 712 hash and win millions. Ticket sale starts on October 4th, 2023. And draw date is on 23rd December, 2023. Play responsibly, not for persons under 18 years. This promotion is regulated by the NLA on the Caritas platform. Win millions on Star 712 Hash. You could be the luckiest. TV's got a special gift for our super fans. This November, we're treating all GoTV super customers to a taste of GoTV Super Plus. Enjoy non-stop Premier League action on a dedicated Super Sport channel, the biggest tin icons on Disney Channel, international movies and series on Studio Universal and Universal TV, and the best local shows on Africa Magic Showcase. Make sure you stay connected to GoTV Super this November so you can give GoTV Super Plus a go. GoTV. Love it. Ready? Let's go. We all go bring some savannah. Everyone is dancing. Everyone is singing. Because everyone is painting with Savannah. Savannah paints from Azar are affordable enough for everybody to fulfill their paint needs. Paint more, pay less. Savannah paints, we all go paint some. We all go paint some savannah. We all go paint some. Calling all our daddies, students, and well-wishers. Join us for an unforgettable day as Presec marks its 85th anniversary with a grand speech and prize-giving day hosted by the Odadia 98-year group under the theme Building Upon a Legacy of Excellence, Developing Holistic Values-Driven Change Agents. Chaired by Mr. James Boating, 2018 National Best Farmer and Odadia 78. The event starts at 10 a.m. on the 25th of November 2023 at the newly built ceremonial grounds. Speakers for the day will include Dr. Delali 
Fiagbe, Head of Psychiatry at UGMS, and Mr. Kwabna Asantipoku, Country Director of British International Investment, both proud of that day 98. Our guest of honor is Dr. Yao Osayuducho, Minister of Education, with Dr. Ofori Sapo and Right Reverend Professor Joseph Obriyabuamante, gracing the event as special guests. Mark your calendars, 25th November at the Presec Ceremonial Grounds. Oh, come along and join us as we celebrate 85 years of excellence. Brought to you by the Odadier 98, Illuminatwov in the Bemos Lumen. Grace Corral International, on the occasion of their 10th anniversary, presents a night of classical and operatic music featuring Ghana's premier opera group, Lumina. The award-winning South African opera singer, Maestro Kagujelo, and the renowned Accra Chamber Orchestra. Date, 25th November, 2023. Venue, the Accra International Conference Center, 6 p.m. sharp. Tickets are being sold on all Eagle Tickets platforms online. The front decks of Joy FM, Airport Shell, and Christ the King Catholic Church. 200 Ghana CDs for VIP and 100 Ghana CDs for regular. For bulk tickets and reservations, call 020-738-0866. An experience of a night of classical bliss awaits you. Proceeds of the event will be used to support the Leukemia Foundation and the Incarcerated Youth Correctional Center Foundation. It's Grace Corral International at 10. See you there. In the bustling city of Kumasi, where culture meets commerce, there is a place that beckons to you. By Kensington Heights, brought to you by HDG Homes. Imagine a world where convenience, comfort and investment opportunities converge seamlessly. The Kensington Heights offers an incredible opportunity for investors and businesses worldwide. With the focus on the new Kumasi International Airport, the Kensington Heights is your bridge to the skies where you can access direct flights to international destinations, including the USA, UK and Europe. No more extra commutes or missed flights. Imagine Kumasi being busier than Accra over the next few years. Let HDG Homes help you with your investment strategy. Kindly call 0201-399-708 for more details or visit our websites www.thekensingtingheights.com or www.airportcitykumasi.com or send us an email info at hdghomeslimited.com National Health Insurance 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 lo ebuo wo hikejo hilai baba o ahi ekoji beke bi ashi cancer cancer ni fi of for danke hime hilai insurance lo ewo nyojin fe ni komu su mo ke emlin sanji ni ke ofotete po kachon gbejano to sorto ni ake fole kaimo ake owo nyomokokra keji oyi afi nyomai pa okese ka ha mokokra lakabo jemo my nhis app keje google play store lo app store lo ya nhis nuchu mo he ni bankable ke ha wa mu ye gbeji ano to fe ano twa Behind every door lies a world of opportunities. And with Absis Flexible Loans, you hold a master key to open all the doors to your dreams. Doors, doors to, to a new horizon, horizon and everything you could ever dream of. 
At ABSA, we help you open the doors to all your dreams. Whether you want to buy a home, a plot of land, or finance your personal projects, our flexible personal loans, mortgage, and credit cards can make it happen. Visit absa.com.gh to discover how to get things done. That's Africanacity. That's ABSA. Terms and conditions apply. Yo, Charlie, why are you down? My guy, I don't get bow. The economy, they beat me. Bro, the struggle be real. But you know, say soccer bet shudder better. Charlie, but I don't get anything. My guy, don't worry at all. With new customers, you are given a five Ghana CD free bonus on arrival without any conditions. Oh, wow. That's nice. And that's not all. The two million jackpots today. Tell me more. Their new website has tons of new features like bet builder, improved navigation, better cash out, and many more. Charlie, soccer bet really do all. Yes, soccer bet shudder better. Introducing the new website. 